1: On today's show, we'll be discussing the DeLuca Preserve. Now, this is a unique partnership in the state of Florida where 27,000 acres of natural habitats at the headwaters of the Everglades are now protected in perpetuity through a partnership between the University of Florida and Ducks Unlimited. Joining me on today's show is Ducks Unlimited CEO, Adam Putnam. Adam, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Chris. Always great to be with you. Also joining us today is Andy Walker. He's the president and CEO of the Fish and Wildlife Foundation of Florida. Andy, thanks for joining us.
2: Chris, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to join you today.
1: And our third guest on the podcast is Dr. Scott Angle, Vice President for Agricultural and Natural Resources at the University of Florida. Dr. Angle, thanks for coming on the podcast.
3: Thanks, I'm glad to be here too.
1: And to kick this conversation off and, and knowing that, you know, all three of you are way more have way more in-depth information of this partnership than, than myself. Um, Adam, I think it would be great for you to provide our audience with some background on this piece of property, you know, who all is involved, how the partnership came together and just kind of an overview of, of what this partnership is.
4: Well, thanks, Chris. This is such an exciting opportunity for Ducks Unlimited, for conservationists everywhere, and, uh, and for the next generation of uh, wildlife conservationists and, and farmers and ranchers. This is the largest easement in the history of Ducks Unlimited. This is an extraordinary part of Florida that people who only visit the beaches or the theme parks would not even realize exists. And, uh, and, and it's an unprecedented partnership between a land-grant university and Ducks Unlimited. I, uh, I'm a land-grant baby, you know, I grew up in 4-H, uh, went to a land-grant university, the University of Florida, and uh, as a producer, as a farmer and rancher, benefit from the research that uh, land-grant universities do. And this is a logical extension of, of that land-grant mission that's so exciting. This piece of property is north of Lake Okeechobee, just south of Disney World, uh, and and, in the area that we call the Northern Everglades Headwaters. So this is the beginning of where uh, rainfall and surface water begins to come together and sheet flow across the Kissimmee River Prairie, and eventually end up in Lake Okeechobee, that giant lake at the south end of Florida, and then eventually or historically uh, uh, from the lake uh, down into what we know is the River of Grass or the traditional Everglades. This piece of property at one time was in the permitting process to become a new city in Florida. And uh, and for a number of reasons uh, that did not come to pass, which is good for conservation. And the DeLuca family, uh, this is a family of entrepreneurs in the United States who uh, who settled in Florida and, and were the founders of the Subway uh, sandwich chain. Mrs. DeLuca decided that this extraordinary piece of Florida uh, should be protected forever and should be available uh, as a teaching and outreach tool uh, for future generations. And so the Ducks Unlimited's portion of this is that we hold the conservation easement on the property while the University of Florida is the owner of the land. And, uh, and we're thrilled to have uh, Dr. Angle uh, on this podcast to talk about their vision for it. Uh, but it's just, uh, it has to be one of the largest outdoor uh, teaching and research opportunities of any university almost anywhere. But uh, this relationship between ducks and gators is gonna benefit future generations of waterfowlers, students, 4-H'ers, and of course the, the public at large in one of the most significant watersheds on the planet in one of the most rapidly growing states in the United States.
1: That's fantastic, adam and I'm sure this is really near and dear to your heart, especially with you being such a big gators fan. Um, I know that you know this is probably something that that you have a lot of passion about. but you know, I want you to explain to our audience and we've talked about it on the podcast in depth sometimes, but what exactly is an easement? If you can just provide a quick overview of what an easement means? It means that you know DU's holding this easement, but what exactly does that
4: mean well, that's a great question, and i'm I'm happy to share it this one 's a little unusual that it's an easement held with a university, but I don't want people to think that that's the only type of easement out there. All of our easements, with with the exception of this one actually, are held by private landowners, farmers, ranchers, duck clubs, individuals who have chosen to give up future rights to develop their property because they want that landscape to be protected and conserved. And so an easement in, in the sense of the way that Ducks Unlimited does them, typically you'll have a farmer, a rancher, uh, or duck club who wants to donate the value of that easement, which might be 40, 50% of the overall value of the property and they enter into a a legally binding covenant with Ducks Unlimited, where even if that property is sold at some point in the future, it will be bound by uh, the terms of that agreement that Ducks Unlimited makes with those farmers and ranchers and duck clubs. And Ducks Unlimited obviously is uh, taking the perspective that you know, agriculture, working lands are very positive for the landscape. Uh, so we are, you know, we work very closely with farmers and ranchers to make sure they stay in business and that grazing is acceptable and and the normal production practices on that property are acceptable and and contributing to the economy and to wildlife and other conservation benefits. Obviously, we support hunting on on those properties and and uh, and investing in. The types of practices that continue to make it uh, good for wildlife and waterfowl. In this case, our partner being the University of Florida, it's an unusual relationship in the sense that um, you know, this is going to be not only used for teaching and research and education, but the other elements of the vision that the university has that I, I know Dr. Engel is going to share, but it's a, uh, it's, these are voluntary. That's the other important piece of that. Easements are completely voluntary and typically done by families who are good stewards of the land, love what it represents and want to make sure that it stays that way forever. And, uh, and currently uh, Ducks Unlimited through our land trust, Wetlands America, uh, we hold, nearly half a million acres uh, under easement as part of, uh, of this program that, that began 30 years ago.
1: You know, this
4: property was even permitted
1: at one point in time for, you know, development. And now, you know, it's, it's under a perpetual easement through Watt, which you mentioned, Wetland America Trust. I and mean, we've discussed Watt a few times on the show, but can you kind of just give our audience who may not be familiar, just an overview of what the Wetland America is?
4: Well, Welland's America Trust is is the land trust of Ducks Unlimited. It is the holding company, if you will, the the foundation for Ducks Unlimited that specifically uh, holds the the easements and manages the monitoring of those easements to make sure that they're in compliance uh, for for perpetuity. And uh, so it is it is very much a it's it's a subsidiary of Ducks Unlimited devoted to the real estate. Easement, land, title aspects of our mission, and and uh, but it is part and parcel of Ducks Unlimited, and and an, an essential arm of our mission of filling the skies with waterfowl today, tomorrow, and forever. And a relationship like what we now have with the University of Florida means that in addition to the obvious benefits of this not being a city and protecting 27,000 acres of the landscape in the Northern Everglades, we now have this uh, partnership with a, a premier land grant institution in the United States that is producing and educating the next generation of wildlife biologists, farmers, ranchers, land managers, agency personnel for our wildlife agencies across the country. And it becomes a test bed for research for uh, the best production practices for farmers and ranchers that are also complementary to the conservation goals. And, uh, and, And that makes this easement, in addition to its size, so special for DU and for our partners at Florida Fish and Wildlife Foundation and the University of Florida. That really, really provides an overview of, you know, the
1: endless opportunities that an easement like this in a a land donation really has moving forward, like you hit on with the next generation of potential waterfowl managers will be trained there. And that's, that's fantastic. You know, I kind of want to roll on here and and go to Andy and and Andy, as the CEO of the Fish and Wildlife Foundation of Florida, I want to give you the opportunity to introduce yourself and the organization to our nationwide audience. Can you just Offer a brief description of of who you are, the role you play, and a brief introduction to the Fish and Wildlife Foundation of Florida for those who may not be familiar.
2: The Fish and Wildlife Foundation of Florida was founded about 25 years ago, actually by the Florida legislature, to support the state wildlife agency, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission in its work, uh, both directly with FWC staff, as well as with the many partners, of which uh, Ducks Unlimited is one. So we were quite honored uh, by the opportunity to participate in a small way and helping with the DeLuca property transfer to UF and the conservation easement to DU, because it fits our mission of trying to conserve nature and also our outdoor heritage. And for all the reasons that Adam has enumerated here, we see it as a marvelous opportunity to um, learn about uh, how lands can be sustainably managed for both wildlife and also for agricultural activities. And um, as uh, also Dr. Engel has pointed out, the educational opportunities and the possibilities of training the next man- next generation and following generations of ecologists and wildlife managers, you know, we're we're quite honored to provide uh, some small financial uh, aid to all of this. In addition to the fact that the property has some very significant uh, species that uh, we have worked elsewhere to protect.
1: In what you do and and your the role that you play in Florida, um, that's so important for the state's conservation efforts. Um, for our audience, can you try and paint the picture of what this habitat looks like and the variance of the you know there's multiple different you know ecosystem sets within inside this habitat. Um, can you try and paint that picture of what it looks like and in the in importance for even specific species that rely on large tracts of habitat like this that you know are pretty hard to come by you know these days.
2: Florida, as everybody who's ever been here is aware, is a very flat terrain, or at least that appears that way if you've come from other parts of the country. But in fact, a few feet of elevation in Florida make a world of difference in terms of the plants and animals that may may exist there. And the Deluca tract has um, quite a few different habitats, more than twenty, uh, more than twelve distinct types of habitats on it, and they're spread throughout. Um, in the way they would have been in pre-European settlement. And so uh, it's quite a mosaic of habitats that that overlap and blend and where you have habitats coming together, that itself is a niche for certain species. Um, a lot of the property, about, 10, about 10% of it is in um, what we call dry prairie, which is one of the rarest types of habitat in Florida. Uh, It's very ideal for development, and so quite a bit of it has been converted to human uses over the years. But there's quite a bit of uh, mesic um, wetlands and forest lands uh, dominated by pine and palmetto scrub, and um, as well as extensive surface wetlands across the property. About um, a good fourth of the property is in one form of uh, year round or ephemeral wetland. So quite a bit of diversity in soil types, habitats, and that leads to great diversity in plants and animals.
1: Dr. Angle, I've got a few questions for you. But similar to Andy, c- can you explain who you are, your role within the University of Florida, and what the agricultural program does?
3: Well, thank you. Yeah, I'm glad to. I'm the vice president for IFAS. This is the Institute of Food and Agricultural Sciences. We are the home at the University of Florida to a number of um parts of the university so the college of agriculture the forestry school the natural resources group fisheries sea grant uh family and consumer sciences which used to be called home ec uh 4-h so in in essence we are the home of the kind of the land grant philosophy of the university of florida our job is uh as um those that believe in a land grant uh, component of a university, our job is to support the citizens of Florida. Uh, the citizens pay our pay our salaries, and therefore we focus uh, to a large extent on solving problems that are important to the citizens of Florida. Now, clearly, those problems don't know uh, borders, and so our problems and our solutions extend. Uh, beyond the state of Florida to the Southeast, the nation, and, and indeed the world. We were probably, um, one of the top agricultural organizations, uh, a- academic organizations anywhere in the world. So while our mission is to solve problems for Florid- Floridians, uh, we're certainly known worldwide as a, um, one of the, the top groups in agriculture and natural resources. So as the vice president, I lead day-to-day operations to make sure that the gears are are turning appropriately and that we are accountable to those that um, uh, have have, uh, issues that we can provide solutions to. It's
1: been touched on several times already within this conversation. You know, Adam has touched on it within the educational parameters of of something as, as uh, interesting and, and as fascinating as a land grant like this or a land donation. Can you kind of explain what the University of Florida's long term goal in using this property, you know, from an educational
3: perspective? Uh, sure. Well, it is an incredible opportunity. We will be forever grateful to Mrs. DeLuca and the family for their donation. Uh, the, there are so many opportunities that arise as a result. Of this gift, and I can talk about some of them. I really love the analogy of kind of ducks and gators as a way to, to brand our programs here. But the the goals of Ducks Unlimited and uh, the University of Florida (IFAS) uh, they intersect strongly over much of each of our missions. Um, we're obviously on the educational and research side, where whereas Ducks Unlimited is more on the, the maintenance side for for these easements to protect a, a valuable resource. But you really can't separate the two. If you're going to protect land for um, wildlife habitat, how do you do that? How do you teach people how to do that? And if there are unanswered questions about how you do that, we're capable of conducting that research. So the land is very much... Uh, for us, will be a, a living laboratory to conduct research uh, for demonstrations and also a teaching classroom so that that next generation, um, for those that will be doing the things that uh, Adam talked about just a minute ago, we'll help train the students and the young people to take their those careers. There are, there are lots of jobs in this area. In fact, uh, we are not training enough students to take all the jobs that are currently available in the, these broad areas that we were talking about so we need more students we need to have more training this, in this area this as a living laboratory and as a living classroom will allow us to significantly ramp up our service to the natural
0: you and your dog are a team fuel is best in the field and in life with purina pro plan sport
1: I kind of want to go back to you, Adam, here and, and knowing, you know, your background in agriculture and, you know, obviously with the state of Florida, um, you know, kind of explain to our audience how important something like this, this living laboratory, this, um, this whole partnership is, and and maybe not even from the Ducks Unlimited perspective here, but maybe from, you know, your personal agricultural views, like how important is this to, to have, to train the next generation of whether it be ranchers or, you know, you know, potential biologists or whatever, you know, what is this, you know, key
4: component of this that you see? Well, it's just essential, you know, as Dr. Angle said, we're not producing uh, I- enough professionals to meet the needs. And as we see fewer and fewer next generation farmers and ranchers, and fewer next generation wildlife biologists and, and conservationists, and, and the types of folks who are going to be game wardens and engineers and working at state wildlife agencies and working at fish and wildlife, how, gosh, it's just essential that uh, that number one, we grow the programs and number two, that they get a real world practical perspective of the landscape uh, before they're out there uh, in, in, a, in a career building scenario, whether it's as a regulator or as a producer. And so the idea, you know as a as a Florida farmer and rancher prior to my uh, taking the uh, my role here at, at Ducks Unlimited, it is just so exciting to me that that scott and his team at the university of florida are going to be able to get these kids you know get mud under their fingernails get them dirty let them see and 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 demonstrate how to better manage a cow-calf operation on the landscape in a way that complements red-cockaded woodpeckers and migrating waterfowl and grasshopper sparrows. How fire is a tool on the landscape that's good for agriculture and regenerative for uh, the conservation objectives for wildlife. How the water moves and and what the production practices can be to make sure that uh, nutrients aren't leaving the property. Uh, you know the idea of getting 4-H kids out there to uh, to to be a part of unplugging uh, from the technology of today and and seeing uh, the magic of of the outdoors that so many of our Ducks Unlimited members often take for granted. That's the that's the gift here is that the research that will take place, the real world lessons that future uh, graduates will learn and the public outreach opportunities for young people who hopefully will grow up uh, to be hunters and anglers, uh, or at least be more worldly about the uh, essential nature of conservation uh, as they grow up to be voters and and citizens uh, in this world, uh, the world. The list of wins is longer than our arm, and uh, and and it's just a unique opportunity. Thanks to the generosity of the Deluca family.
1: Yeah, it truly does sound like a win for everyone here. Um, I, I want to just throw it back over to Dr. Angle real quick. I'd like for you to explain what this property and what this opportunity through the University of Florida and Ducks Unlimited and other partners, what this means to the students who are interested in an ag or a conservation career or maybe like thinking about you know taking that direction uh for their future what does this mean for them and for the university to be able to provide this
3: this is such a unique piece of property with so many distinct ecosystems on it that it becomes that living laboratory where you can see all of these almost side by side or at least in the same day which uh uh Otherwise you'd have to spend hours and maybe even days driving around the state of Florida to find each of these unique systems for comparative purposes. So because of the way the land has come together and because of the diversity of it, um, it's not just a living laboratory and classroom. It it becomes a place where we can do all of this uh, so efficiently. I've had the opportunity to tour the property a couple of times now and, it truly is um, something very special there. There's land that, uh, from maybe from a management perspective, goes ranges all the way from um, not being touched by um, European settler hands, um, and maybe only by tribal nations prior to that, all the way up to moderate levels of management. And so as a student, uh, particularly within uh, the IFAS area, uh, we teach students either how to conserve land or how to use it appropriately for a particular purpose. And to do that, you have to know the land and then you have to know what do you want to do with it. Do you want to change it? Do you want to kind of move it backwards in continuum forwards into that continuum or do something very different? And so on this single piece of property, we can show students. Uh, what it will look like maybe a thousand years ago or ten thousand years ago, or what it looks like today, or what it might look like a thousand years from now with a certain uh, level of management and i i've i've um I've lived in a lot of other states and I've led agricultural program teaching programs in lots of states and i I've never seen a piece of property that is as unique as this. For teaching and research purposes. So we're going to get a lot of students out there. Uh, we already have um, more, more requests than we can even handle at this point. We're setting up a committee to help think about what is the, uh, how do we manage the interest that this piece of property is going to have for teaching, research, demonstration, uh, and all the things that we would, would be a part of.
1: No, that's great. And I will, uh, you know, I'll come right back to you, Dr. Angle, but I have I have one quick question um, for Andy. And and this kind of goes back to really the intro where we, you know, and something that Adam mentioned where, you know, we're talking about the headwaters of the Everglades. And Andy, I think you, you're you probably the best person on this call to really, you know, explain this, but um, Everglades restoration has been a hot topic, obviously. And, you know, can you kind of provide a glimpse of the Everglades as an ecosystem and how this property ties into that and how this partnership really you know potentially has the opportunity to kick start additional conservation efforts in florida's everglades
2: yes uh, you're quite right in that the um, everglades are best thought of as one vast uh, watershed that occupies most of um, south florida it drains a huge area really starting as far north as orlando and south of orlando Um, The issues that the Everglades has had, one of course has been uh, diversion of water for other purposes, uh, flood control around around Lake Okeechobee. And those areas uh, and issues are being addressed one by one um, as uh, it's determined what are the solutions to return more natural flow to the Everglades. But there's no question that uh, up in the headwaters, of the Everglades in Osceola County, the area we're talking about, that um, we have to do the best we possibly can to protect our natural remaining areas up there, in order to um, make sure that the water flowing uh, toward Lake Okeechobee is as um, is as unpolluted by nutrients as as possible. Nutrients being one of, one of the big issues of of the water flowing. You know out of um, a, a urban area like Orlando and so, um, so I do think that there is a very very strong conservation ethic among ranchers uh, they're all very much aware of the pressures on their land land that's been in their families for four or five generations or longer uh, Adam is an example of that uh, of course And um, conservation easements uh, represent one way that lands can continue to be uh, ranched by families, but with less tax burden and some uh, assurance uh, going forward that the ranches will be uh, kept intact. And so I think a big donation of land, this once in a generation donation by the DeLuca family is really inspiring to people and gives them great energy and it starts connecting um, protected pieces of property one to another. And I know in talking both with DU and, and the University of Florida that um, both want to be active partners and reaching out to other ranchers to see if we can knit together a, a larger protected corridor in this part of the headwaters
1: that gives people a really, even a better perspective of what, you know, that central Florida, um, you know, that, what that whole landscape is and, and, and what, what it really looks like and, and how it can be utilized for even future generations. And, and speaking of future generations, uh, Dr. Angle, you know, when I was kind of researching this a little bit, trying to figure out more about this piece of property, there was so many different organizations that were kind of mentioned and, and different agricultural organizations and people were quoted in all these different press releases and stuff. And I kind of want you to speak to maybe the specifics of some other organizations who may be involved and also how these overall partnerships can be leveraged for additional educational opportunities for future ag students and, and future you know biologists and, and waterfowl managers.
3: So yeah, there are all kinds of things we can study on uh, this piece of property. Nutrient management would be um, probably one of the most important ones right now is Uh, A lot of people probably know Florida waters are challenged with excessive nutrients, a lot of which comes from fertilizer nutrients applied to ag land. Uh, We can't grow crops without fertilizers, but we also don't want those fertilizers to make their way into um, bodies of water where they don't belong. And so our intent, and we already do this in many other locations of the state, but our intent on this property is to work with a lot of the groups that have a strong interest in conserving and protecting natural resources. So it's absolutely true that farmers want to conserve resources on their farms. They don't want to pollute the soil, water, or air. Uh, this is this is their land, um, which they have a future interest in. And they uh they will always be good stewards of the environment, particularly when it comes to natural resources. So one of the main goals of farming is to farm in a way that allows farmers to make a decent living, but does protect water, sa- water, soil, air, and particularly the wildlife resources on that land so that we can essentially, in, in a lot of our land, do both. Uh, here on the DeLuca property, a lot of it's going to be maintained as natural in natural condition as possible, but there'll also be some cattle out there and there may be some other things that have a little more management associated with them. And so all of these groups that have an interest, whether it's cattle or fruits and vegetables or, or citrus or tree nuts, uh, they all have an interest in how this land is going to be uh, protected, preserved. And if there's an opportunity also to integrate some of their work into this type of land, they'll certainly look at that. So we have received a lot of interest from all kinds of different places, including the federal government that's supporting some long-term research on this, on this land to make sure it's used appropriately and for the, for the uses that it was intended by the DeLuca family.
1: And there's so many different hands in the pot. The opportunities are, are, are really are endless here. And it's, and it's great. I want to, I want to kick it back, back to you, Adam. And, and we've talked about all the different, you know, various aspects of this, uh, you know, the property, but I think. What I'd like to really get you to speak to is the importance of these partnerships. And you know this is one specific example of how multiple partnerships come together for the benefit of really all. And that's something that that Ducks Unlimited does on a you know continental level. Um, and we have this great example in Florida. Um, but can you kind of stress the importance of partnerships, including this one as well? But I mean, just kind
4: of speak to that. Well, you know, this is the magic of what we do. We bring people together and, and layer the benefits so that, you know, something like the DeLuca uh, donation that begins with the generosity of one family suddenly morphs into uh, the layer of benefits for uh, the conservation easement that DU brings, the education, research and outreach opportunities that the University of Florida is best in class at the Florida Fish and Wildlife Foundation, who brought in a familiar partner to DU fans in Johnny Morris and Bass Pro Shops, who believed in this enough to invest substantially in the Fish and Wildlife Foundation to help with the long-term monitoring costs of the easement. And so, we all accomplish more together than we do solo. And- the name of the game in conservation is for us to identify the partners who share our values, who have overlapping missions, and get things done together. You know, this is, this is the University of Florida's land, and it is going to be here for many, many generations and impact countless lives. And Ducks Unlimited is thrilled to be uh, a part of this first of its kind partnership in our history with a university uh, so that we can overlay those common goals around research, agricultural and working lands relationships, conservation. And we're proud to have the support of Fish and Wildlife Foundation uh, in that effort because they know Florida conservation issues better than anyone. And uh, I, hope that, I hope that this is not the last opportunity of its kind. It certainly is the first for DU. It's the largest easement for DU. And uh, it's a once-in-a-generation opportunity for conservation.
1: This has really been a learning experience for me as well. Just hearing how, you know, some of these partnerships work hand in hand with educational opportunities and more regionally focused or state focused conservation organizations. So um, I really hope that our audience takes away from this, that, that there are so many opportunities out there for conservation and there's a different way to do it. Um, but I just want to thank all of you for joining me today on today's podcast. This, is, this has been great. And, uh, and, and by all means, we'd hope to have you back on the show at some time in the near future.
3: Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Chris.
1: I'd like to thank my guests, DU CEO Adam Putnam, Andy Walker, the CEO of Florida Fish and Wildlife Foundation, and the Vice President of Agriculture and Natural Resources for the University of Florida, Dr. Scott Tangle, for joining us on the show today and bringing a spotlight to this massive conservation partnership in the state of Florida. I'd like to thank our producer, Clay Baird, for putting all this together and getting out to you. And I'd like to thank you for joining us and supporting wetlands conservation.